0: I, James, founded and work for HPI, but do not represent them or any of their opinions.
1: Welcome to Season 9, Episode 323 of the Furlough Bros Tech Podcast. Every week, we definitively answer one question about the future of tech. To do that, we take into account many factors, including the companies involved, the people working for them, their marketing campaigns, and of course, the technology they're developing. I'm Matthew Bean Furlough, and not checking out Apple's new AR Visitor Center is my brother, James Furlough. No, I'm not. I didn't even know about that. It's pretty sweet, man. Uh, you, you, as you approach the campus, it just sort of looms over in the, uh, above houses and stuff. It rises above the horizon. <laughs> um, and they've got this, like, uh, they got this cool new visitor, visitor center where you can buy any Apple product. Uh, they, they, so they've got a terrace that you can go up on top of the roof, basically on the second floor and look at the new campus. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but they've, wow. But well, one of the cool things they have is this big table. It's probably like 10 feet long um, by as many feet wide. And it's a scale model of the the current campus with all the buildings and the spaceship and Oh, everything. cool. And, but it's all white with a grid drawn on it. And they, okay. give, they give you an iPad. And when you point the iPad at it, uh, it locks on to the model and uh-huh. does, a, does an AR overlay. And then you can interact with it and see different times of day and – that's oh, really interesting stuff. It's kind of neat. It's very, very high tech, high tech. Very do it once-ish. Yes. And, and, and James move on is, with your life. <laughs> like, like most AR applications, it's a tech demo.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, that sounds cool. It was, like it I was said, for, I could see that application makes sense because that's what you're going to do. You're going to go once, and
1: then you're going to bring your friend and go check this out yeah and then it's funny that's it. I, brought, I brought my girlfriend and as we were driving away she's like i'm really glad we did that and i was like yeah good me too i'm glad you did too i'm glad you enjoyed it. she goes yeah because i'm sure the longer i put it off the worse you were gonna get about me putting it off
0: <laughs> ah. like,
1: that's, nah, that's not was, enough.
0: yeah yeah
1: but that's a, hey you know what james um in a way that is what we're here to talk about this week but not specifically uh so this week's question is um what's the consequence of the specter flaw going to be and ah uh, specter so what's your what's your thoughts james what's what's you know story?
0: i i um i liked the movie specter <laughs> yes, so right. you know i i know i'm not necessarily in the majority on that one
1: you um, know and
0: i feel like they they had a missed opportunity with the main bad guy there but you know what can i say i'm a classic bond fan. Was uh yeah i was a uh, i mean yeah, I hear you. I do feel like the ending was a little weak. I'm I'll agree with that. They there's all the suspense and it just kinda ended.
1: Um, but maybe he'll be back. Honestly. So there's this so there's this idea of like there's there I actually don't know what the I don't know where the name Spectre came from. I think it is a James Bond reference, but probably but we're not really? I don't know. I don't know. Oh we're I, not talking about the movie, that's right. We're not, we're not talking about the movie, James. We're talking about Intel's uh nightmare. Would ah, you- their own arch nemesis exactly. trying to kill them. <laughs> um, the the specter bug. So yeah, uh-huh. so, yes. So beginning of this year, um, we're going to talk about it a little bit because it's it can get a little bit confusing, and um, I'll try to keep it snappy and interesting. So I'm going to give you the lowdown first. This is like this is the bad news. Um, it's pretty bad news. So number one, uh, this is a an exploit, a bug, as it were. Um. That can be, there's all sorts of different ways a hacker can get at it. The easiest for them would be to use JavaScript that you download in your browser. <laughs> so by going to a website is the Any answer. Website. Any website. Any website. And they could do it. they've got, if they have the intent, they can do it. Um, huh. The worst that case. That bad. Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't be, you know, if, if there's a bug that, you know, you can, just download going to any website can trigger this it would be bad but it's only really bad if the exploit and like if all the exploit is is it allows them to get your your background picture how big of a deal is that but if it were something like it would allow them to access all of your kernel memory including your root passwords that would be an issue right I mean sounds that sounds worse yeah definitely that's definitely what this allows you to do (laughs) um so perfect the worst case, though, and this is good news. The worst case uh, situation where your kernel memory can be accessed can be mitigated through software fixes. Uh, but the the downside to it is that there are there are severe performance hits, and depending on the application, um, it can be as as little as like a five percent performance hit to as bad as like a forty five percent performance. Oh. hit, depending on yeah, depending on your application. But don't worry, that only affects things like internet database applications, which is pretty much what the entire internet is. So not perfect. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, and you know, good news, like another good news would be this might only affect a certain small group of chips that you might. Yeah, not, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is the problem. Definitely affects affects Intel chips. Which Intel chips you ask? Like all of them for like the Sweet. last 20 years. Um, Excellent. It also, yeah, unfortunately affects all ARM based chips, which is literally all the rest of them. So wow. Android this is pretty comprehensive. AMD, Apple has is having to push out fixes for, for the iPhone and the Oh uh, yeah, this is literally as bad as a bug like this can get. It, wow. can, be, it can be accessed through it's it, it is it's kind of amazing as a technological achievement because it's Io it's OS independent because pretty much anything that can connect to the internet, can download JavaScript, can, it can be executed, and because it's a, it affects, basically what's happening is because it affects the actual hardware, it's a hardware problem, it means yeah. anything running that hardware, ultimately all the operating systems are interfaces for the hardware mm-hmm. so even though certain applications are going to use you know are going to do things differently on the software level a hardware level they all effectively do it the same way so an exploit can be cross-platform <laughs> right <laughs> because they all use the same underlying hardware, hardware. Mm-hmm. um yeah cert which is um one of which is america's big like Emergency response team, computer emergency response team. Their, their original response when this came out was they said that the only fix was to get a new CPU. Uh, the oh. dilemma, the dilemma being that there are no CPUs that don't have this issue yet. So, hmm, that doesn't really <laughs> sound like a fix. Yeah. So, and di- we're going to clarify a couple of terms here. Vector. Er, so, uh, Spectre, as we were talking about, is the particular type of te- of attack it's a it's the vector of attack it is it's an entire it's it's like it'd be like saying cancer um and then meltdown okay. is like saying breast cancer it's the specific type of cancer so um, meltdown
0: is a subset of specter
1: yeah meltdown uses specter to get all of your kernel memory um, okay that's sort of that's the lowdown okay so we're gonna take it one step one step wow that's like that's bad yeah it's it's real bad um (laughs) so are there
0: any any cases so far of like in the wild hacks that have taken
1: advantage of this and taken over stuff so there was a paper that was published that kind of set this whole thing off that was that that basically uh showed meltdown working um But nobody knows at this point if anybody's ever successfully used this attack in order to actually penetrate stuff. This was discovered by Google's Project Zero originally. Wasn't um, it like weren't there like three of them that were all within like two months of each other or something they, like that? There were. There turned out that there was actually many different security groups that caught the problem at during this period. But Google Project it was about six months ago, and Google Project okay. Zero caught it first. Um, found it first so as far as we know which is not much because it's very possible that russia or china or the nsa knew about it and um would just, they I, I guess they're actively looking for that kind of stuff yep i mean hmm. yeah. so um uh so we're gonna go a little bit deeper into how it actually works a little bit of a little bit of a technical uh explanation so i'm ready bring it all right. So CPUs, your central processing unit, generally speaking, they have to execute code. And how they execute code is they do it, you know, your, your clock is, it's a beat and it's a regular, regular beat and every beat you can execute one piece of code. It's okay. not, it's an oversimplification of how it works, but for this example, that's that's fine. So what happens is... There are certain things that it needs to do, and it can do that at whatever the rate of your, clock, of your clock speed is. So my computer is like 2.4 gigahertz, which means that it can do 2.4 billion instructions every second. Okay. The problem is, is that the, in order to do stuff, it has to get information. It has to figure out what to do and what to do it on, so the data, it gets that from RAM. It's RAM stores tons and tons of data. The problem right. is that RAM is very slow compared to a CPU. So what you end up with is you, you end up with the, if, you all, if the CPU always had, a, the CPU would always be bottlenecked by RAM uh, in, if, if there was another solution. So they came up with this other solution called a cache. You might have heard how much, so yeah, much yeah. cache does your CPU have. What cache is, is it's super fast RAM built into your, uh, into your CPU. So what happens is, is when your computer does stuff, It talks to the RAM, and instead of getting one piece of information from the RAM, it gets a huge block of information from the RAM, puts it into the cache, and then does stuff on the cache. And and only until it gets a piece of information that it doesn't, until it gets to something that it doesn't know the next answer to, that's the next time that it talks to RAM. And so that led to this idea of of out-of-order execution and speculative execution, which is basically saying, under certain circumstances, let's say you have a long list of names, and you tell the computer that a person, that a user can only access the first 15 of the 30 names. So as long as they're doing zero through 15, they can get that information, but if you go over 13, they can't. Um, basically what happens is, the if, if, um, and then unless you're an admin, and then only admins can get the, the next chunk. Um, basically what happens is the cache will see that, oh, maybe the, um, maybe you want to get uh you know, it's, it's essentially what, it, what you're able to do is, if the cache doesn't know if you're the admin or not, it'll just, the CPU will just finish, give you the information it wants and store it in the cache. Um, it won't give it to the user. It won't get anywhere. It just stop. It'll finish doing what it was doing until it figures out if you're the admin or not. And then if you're the admin, it's already done the, uh, the execution. If you're not the admin, <laughs> then nothing doesn't lost. show the results. It doesn't show the results. That's how it's supposed to work.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That fact allows you to do, and that, that is what specter is.
0: Interesting. Fact, so it's pretending to be the admin.
1: Unders- or- well, yeah, well, it just, it, it basically what happens is the cash has, has access, it can do stuff that it's not supposed to be able to do without proper, um, without proper checks. And that check can be whether you're an admin, that check can just be an if then statement. But the fact that that happens allows for an x ex- for you to do certain Way more technical stuff with we actually I we, we're gonna link a video by uh, by the Computer File Channel on YouTube um, where they actually explain Spectre and Meltdown. Another one where they talk about how CPUs work and this out of order execution and and stuff that kind of leads to this whole thing. But basically, what happened was this is all like fundamental computer science. This is yeah, like, it sounds like this it. This is stuff that everybody, that all the competition, all CPU developers have been doing for the last couple of decades to get over the RAM bottleneck, which is why it affects everybody. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so this is kind of an issue. It gets worse because... Of uh, um, because at this point, uh, one of the security things that, that computer programs do is that they basically, every... Every program gets its own virtual memory, so one program can't access the virtual memory of another program. Um, is okay. is is the it's a, it's a security thing, right? Um, and so, if one program breaks, it won't give you access to another program. Ideally, within the within the the, the cache. Um, the problem is, is that. All programs need things like the like the kernel, because the kernel controls stuff like accessing the hard drive.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So what they do is they would literally, each piece of memory space would be split half and half. One would have the program memory. One would have the kernel memory. So every program has access to the kernel memory. Love it. Yeah. And we just said that within the kernel, within the program space, you now have access to any memory within the kernel space if you know how to do this exploit well now that that now that includes <laughs> the kernel space so you literally have and you know the other things that are stored within the kernel are like root passwords um so this is <laughs> this is like this is this is terrible this is as bad as it could possibly get and and this is where the really the real issue comes all the patches that everybody's pushing out what they do is they basically separate the memory space so that kernel memory is not stored with the program memory okay but as we just said every program uses the kernels some use it more than others like databases that heavily use which is why the performance happens and then yeah and so and and, and the problem is that so meltdown they're pretty sure is going to be patched and everything but yeah it's uh it's you can't like but if somebody could figure out how to exploit chrome for example <clears throat> all of your all of your passwords are stored in chrome so totally so you know if you could theoretically you could hit everybody you could get somebody's bank password if it's stored within yeah chrome. why not um, now now I will say this these are very difficult exploits to do there it's not easy and it's time consuming so that's actually most of our biggest protection against it that's good that's um, good
0: i'll take it i'll take it you know that's a win
1: yeah yeah yeah, to, yeah but this is gonna be one of those ones that are just gonna be dogging us forever where
0: see this is why i'm not worried about ai taking over our lives because there's little things like this that are gonna keep cropping up so also like just almost barely related um i was coming home from doing some work last night and chatting with my wife and she was like I want chocolate Sunday. I'm like, dude, I'm in. don't got to tell me twice. So I, I stopped at the old Mickey D's mm. and I roll up to the window and they go, I'm sorry. Our systems are down. We can't take any orders right now. Have a great night. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I didn't have any cash. So it was kind of, it wasn't, it was a done deal for me, but I was just like, they weren't even like, you're just, we're done. Computers don't work. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it's like, this is like just a, a weird like little glimpse of potential futures where yeah, everything works out these computers. And like if something like this happens, boom, we all go down hard. Now, yeah. I, I totally understand like the probability of this being like a genuine problem for nobody's like you and me, pretty low, but you're still just like, man, it's crazy how in some ways how fragile the system actually is. Or yeah. these these are things that like you said like we've been doing them for I don't know how many years, like well at least for 15 years we know that Intel's been doing this. And it's like it's just like you said it's a fundamental part like we don't question it. It just it's yeah. its thing. And we are more than happy to put in information and trust the system and then you find out
1: oh well, Intel's so unworried about it that they've they're uh, they're so far along development of their next set of chips that they've already announced that they're not going to f- fix it for the next set of chips because they're like it's too late, we're too far along, it'll take too long to fix everything. Oh my gosh! I know, I know. And and in some weird
0: meeting, they're like, we can't say this publicly, but this is going to be awesome for sales. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, when
0: we come up with a new one, let's remind everybody that about this, okay? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's make sure that everybody talks about how
0: this one doesn't melt down. La la la. I can see the commercial already. I know, but they. Yeah.
1: So I did want to cover this though really quickly because I thought this was this was interesting.
0: Before you cover it, we need we need to take a break here. Yeah. Um. Who's this podcast supported by? Who? So
1: this is. We
0: gotta we gotta bring
1: it up a level here. Definitely. So this is uh this is brought to you by USB jump drives. Thankfully, (laughs) they are they are hack proof. I mean, they can carry hacks. Uh, they're definitely a vector for bugs, but they are not themselves bugged, as they're just. It's on- like a. It could be a carrier, but won't ever yeah. get the sickness itself. Think of your USB as a tick. It doesn't have Lyme disease. It's just going to give you Lyme disease. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <That's>, oh, jeez.
0: It's <laughs> really. That's an awful. Uh, and I would say um, a second sponsor of this podcast is probably going to be the movie Independence Day yeah because they also transmit viruses (laughs)
1: exactly could it give you cold yeah i mean honestly it's pretty much the same it's it's (laughs) the only way that virus could have worked is if it's like a fundamental computer science thing
0: Um, yeah right if you think about it because it's alien technology yeah man what were the chances he probably used meltdown if you think about it
1: to get into their system, this is this is this, to, is, tot- this is totally unrelated. But there is a completely valid in movie logic to why that worked. That the aliens were using our satellites to communicate. There was already an interface interface that they had set up that effectively <laughs> allowed they had opened themselves up to. <laughs> Us oh, communicating man. with them and making a bug. It's
0: like, it's a completely... Well, that's the same idea as me. Like, I'm visiting the internet, right? And I'm using a website. Like, I'm yeah. giving you permission. Oh, come on onto my machine. Run some JavaScript. It's, don't worry it, about it. it. It is It's, actually, it's the same idea. They, it oh. is actually a completely... I kind of like, want to watch the movie now. So I know, just, I know. Just think about this. Don't watch the sequel, though. It's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, I... Yeah, it's, it's a problem when um, the doctor, what's his name? Kevorkian? Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Data, that's who I know him as. Yeah. Um, when he's the star of the movie, you're like, ah, geez, that yeah, should not be the case. It yeah. makes me a little concerned for Jurassic World Part 2 or whatever it's called.
1: Uh, yeah, so, I'm... You know what the pro- – yeah, my expectations were low for the last one, so I got to go in with low expectations, and I think I'll be pretty happy. Yeah, uh, you should be fine. So, anyways, yes, this it's,
0: podcast brought you by- USB. USB.
1: <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so, so, so I want to talk about a little bit how this came out because it was kind of okay. interesting. So Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll start at the end. On January uh, – it was like 8th or 9th um, – the register broke the story, and – People hadn't pushed out patches yet. Things weren't ready to go. Good job, Register. So how did we get there? Well, they made the argument that the story had already effectively broke. They were just kind of letting their readers know. Um, so basically what happened was about six months ago, Intel's or Google's Project Zero contacted Intel, AMD, and um, <laughs> said, hey, we found this bug. Figure out who's affected by it and let them know so they can patch it. Google's project zero, generally speaking, only gives 90 days for you to patch it before they go and announce it before they go public. Um, and they said, you know, be really, really careful about who you tell. Well, those Intel arm and, and AMD all started figuring out who would be affected and how big they started telling people. And after a little while, it became obvious that it was just everybody. And it was horrible. Um, <laughs> So Google doubled, or Project Zero uh, doubled to 180 days uh, the the amount of time that they were going to give them. As you said, other security firms started to identify it, contact Intel, and Intel would, like, get back to them right away. Be like, yeah, we already know we're working on it. Please don't tell anybody. <laughs> and yeah. Freaking out. Um, That's crazy that they all kind of happen around the same time, though. Yeah. Their CEO uh, sold, like, millions of dollars worth of shares right around the time that what? yeah, i didn't know that yeah oh that's shady beyond shady
0: it's super shady um, oh dude you don't I know. Okay. I know i know i hope it was just bad timing and he's like oh this is gonna look bad as opposed to like he actually like was misconduct
1: yeah i i hope <sighs> so too but it looks real bad Um it does. yeah the optics I, are not fantastic yeah. And they, they basically had to coordinate with everybody on this, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, anybody with web services, Hewlett-Packard, um, yeah. Apple, like literally everybody had to everybody. get involved. And Linux. And the problem was that Linux is an open source project with um, public forums to discuss all this stuff. But, yeah. so they had to figure out how to secretly patch this stuff with, publicly um and they did not do a great job of it you secretly so, patched this publicly exactly dude um, how would you have loved you to have sat in that particular meeting well see <laughs> that's the problem is they don't have meetings they don't like they just sort of all talk on the internet and work on it together and um oh, yeah so stuff started to come out about or just you
0: know whatever like whoever
1: that person is he's like we need to do this
0: be like i don't know
1: Linus, man, he's the dude. Who's, he's he's basically Linus, the guy who who started the Linux. Started, yeah. Linux. He they went to him and said, "Hey, this is the deal," and he said, "Okay." And like he personally wrote patches for the for this. Wow, um,
0: that's kind of cool. And he but... pushed
1: he pushed out a patch out like they're they're normally <laughs> really good about pushing out patches on a particular schedule. He pushed out a patch out of schedule, and that's what everybody was. And it had a performance hit, a immediate performance hit. He was. He was oh, boom. red he was flag. Yeah. And everybody was like, wait a second. So everybody started looking into it. That's Naturally. When it, became, it became apparent people started accusing Arm of it. And ARM engineer was like, look, we're not affected by this bug. And everybody was like, wait, what bug? <laughs> What are you oh, talking about? Oh yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh <laughs> not um, affected
0: by this bug. What bug? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's classic.
1: Um, and finally the author for the register was just like, he was like, it's out there. You can see it on all the public forums. Just yeah, If you embargo.
0: know what to look for, it's there. Just the you and me yeah. don't know yeah. yet. Yeah. Wow. And
1: so he he published an article before the embargo was lifted, and it was just a scattered cert, the 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 Wow, what the a scoop. Yeah, the emergency response team. Their their statement of you have to replace your CPU. <laughs> Intel hadn't noti- Intel hadn't notified them yet, which is why they put they they found out with everybody else with the registry. Oh thing. my god. They've actually they've actually softened the language since then, and they were like, "We probably would have softened it right away if Intel had given us a heads Good up." Good job, Intel. I know. Yeah, it was. Just, I mean, this
0: isn't quite as bad as Samsung's little debacle, but man, this is this is bad. I know, not handled as
1: well as it could have been. Well, and one of the there's a really good article from The Verge uh, that um, that talks about uh, how do you keep the secrets safe from the internet, and it's just um, because it's, <laughs> it's don't yeah, pretty much. And then and also Ars Technica is a, they I have an article from them that does a pretty good job of kind of writing out the the virtual memory space X part of it and. It's kind of my, I don't know. I think it's a fascinating bug, but what do you think is going to happen? James, where do we go? Nothing. (laughs) Um, I think Intel got right.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, like you said, it's not the easiest thing to exploit. And so I think like normal people aren't, it's not going to be a problem and they're going to come out with patches and we're all going to get new phones in a year anyways. And so I, I think you, you might have a couple isolated cases where something gets hacked or it's like an individual person. I don't think you're going to have any like the massive security breaches. Like
1: does does Intel get sued? Does, uh, does anybody?
0: Nah, I'm an optimist. Maybe probably. (laughs) I, you know, they're probably gonna look into the CEO and his whole selling a shares thing. I hope that gets looked into that. Like that's top of my list for shady, um, activity. Everything else you're like, dude, you've been doing it for 15 years. You know, like you just didn't know <laughs> i don't yeah. you know what i mean like it seems like a genuine like oops
1: yeah i mean it's a it's a bad oops don't get me wrong but i'm like what are you what are you gonna do you know well like, and i think and i think the fact that it's affected that the arm architecture uses a speculative yeah yeah it's much well. intel. Exactly. Yeah, exactly it's 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 the idea that all computer scientists had agreed that this is the best way to increase um Turns out not so much it's secure. Yeah. And it just was like, yeah, we were wrong. About we
0: were that. wrong. It happens. <laughs> you know, I get it. The earth is round. It's not flat. So I think I, I, the, yeah, I wanna I'm meet, not
1: worried about it. But. I want to meet the guy who figured this out. Was it like a, uh, he accidentally did something and was like, whoa, Oh, that works. It's yeah, working. this
0: feels like it would be an amazing yet
1: boring movie. Right? Yeah, I know. Or book or something like a, that. Funny, I actually had a story that I can, we're, we're running late on time, but I had a story that that it was interesting and I think it would have been pretty good. That kind of, mm. but I actually think you could. Way to tease something we're not going to. I know, I know. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs>
0: uh, awesome. Uh, so there I, you go. So uh, So we got a question for you. Dear listener, are are you concerned? Are you like, are you gonna go out and get a new CPU <laughs> when <laughs> new ones are available? Um, does this change anything? Are you looking for patches? Like, I, I want to know what's your what's your level of um of unease about this? And uh, please share in a comment somewhere, Facebook, Twitter, on the website. We're pretty flexible on where you come. You can even comment on iTunes. We'll offer that. And um, so yeah, we want to know what you think about this. Is it a problem or not? And uh, and on that note, we want to thank you for for joining us. We really do appreciate it. You can check out all the links. We're going to have all the different stories that Matthew's talked about, so you can dive even deeper if you want to. That's going to be on Furler Bros 323. 323, boom. You can subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. And we want to say thank you to The Verge. We had a couple people, Tom Warren, a guy named Brandon, who doesn't have a last name, and then Ars Technica, which is Peter Bright. And then uh, the computer file folks, um, Dr. Steve Bagley, for contributing to this show. We really do appreciate um, all of their help. And this podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you, it's also sponsored by USB jump drives and the movie Independence Dome. And so, on that note, I am James Furlow and my. Alternate reality? No. Artificial reality? No. Augmented reality brother is Matthew Furlow. And so we will talk next time.